0: Greetings from Tampa, currently at the Riverwalk area, waiting for the ferry to take me to St. Petersburg as I continue this journey. But we're going to have this very uncomfortable conversation because it has bothered me. This is probably my ninth recording of this little message from inside my car because I don't know how to approach this without getting mad, without getting emotional. So this has been a struggle, but I'm going to ask a very simple question. Did Jordan Neely deserve to die? The answer should be a resounding no. He did not deserve to die because he threw his jacket down and caused a distressful scene. It is such a simple, simple statement that people have been struggling to make and I don't understand why. I truly do not. Yes, it is uncomfortable to be on the subway with some, you know, with someone who clearly is having mental health issues. It is uncomfortable to be in the same train as someone who might be, you know, behaving a bit aggressive, might be behaving a bit antisocial. Yes, it is an uncomfortable situation. But there are about a thousand options that does not include killing the person, Daniel Penny should be arrested by now, and maybe he would have been arrested by the time you're listening to this, but he should have been arrested on the spot. He choked somebody to death. There is video footage. He is a Marine, which means he is trained to kill, which means he was trained to de-escalate situations, which means he knows things about the human body and the effects of certain moves and certain weapons when they're used upon said bodies. He knew what he was doing, but he felt like Jordan Neely deserved to die just because he was causing a little distressful scene. And it is batshit crazy that anybody can agree with this. It is unacceptable. Have we lost our minds? Have we lost our morals? Have we forgotten that this is a human being? Have we forgotten that this is a person with family? That, you know, that with loved ones? Are you kidding me? And of course, some people are arguing, well, did you check out his rap sheet? Yeah, did he have his rap sheet on his shirt when he was choked to death? No, that guy didn't know anything about Jordan Neely. The only thing he knew was that he threw his jacket down and he felt like he deserved and, you know, Penny felt like he deserved to die because he was getting aggressive on a train. Guys, newsflash, just get on the next train. Seriously, just hit the emergency stop. Just move away from the scene. There are so many things you could do that does not have to resort to murder. Okay, The murder rate of homeless people against New Yorkers is not high. And we have to stop pretending like it is. It is not. These people need help. These people have nowhere to go. They have drug problems. They have mental health problems. They cannot properly function. They need support. And I'm not saying that the people on the train should be all equipped to support said people. But what I am trying to say is that these people are not the enemy. They need help. And they do not deserve to be choked to death just because they were angrily throwing their jacket on the floor and saying they don't care if he he doesn't care if he goes to jail, this is a very simple thing, and it drives me crazy that we got these people from the loony looniest of loony places saying, "Hey, well, well, what about?" No, no, no. There is no counter argument. I do believe in proper debates of. M- All types of subjects, okay? I do believe in, you know, maybe the leftists should debate with the conservatives about certain subjects about mental health, about policing, about Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. I don't care. But there should be zero, zero debate about Jordan Neely getting murdered on the train. There should not be a debate. This is not a debate. He was in a chokehold for several minutes. There was no attempt by Penny to actually make sure that he was not doing some severe harm. There should be no conversation, no discussion. This was a straight-up murder. I don't care. I don't care how uncomfortable those people on the train were. I do not care. It should not result in the death of someone who could not help himself. There are larger conversations about public transportation, about mental health, about helping those in, you know, that need help because they have drug problems and whatnot. There's a larger conversation at play. But the point of the matter is for this particular incident, it pisses me off that it's taken so long to arrest Daniel Penny. It pisses me off that people are defending Penny's actions. Pisses me the hell off. There are so many things you could do. If you want to restrain him, restrain him. Put his arms behind his back if he was truly doing something. But do not put him in a chokehold for like 10 minutes and kill him. No. Absolutely not. We have lost our minds. Like, the reactions I'm seeing, we have lost our minds. I saw this thing on Vox. It's a complicated conversation. No, it's not a complicated conversation. The facts are clear. There is not enough money in public transportation. There is not enough money to help people like Jordan Neely. There's not enough. There's not enough money and resources being used to fight the drug war, to fight the you know the drug problem that we have, not the drug war, the drug problem. There is not enough money that's being spent to help these individuals. That is fact number one. And fact number two, Jordan Neely was murdered. It is simple as that. This is not a complex conversation. I do not care. I truly do not care. There are tens and thousands of empty buildings that could easily be used as shelters all over New York City. You could easily make the subway system free for those who need it. You can make bus transportation free for those who need it and allow these people to get from place to place, from shelter to shelter, from help to help. No more you know, back and forth on this conversation. There is no need for a conversation. Jordan Neely was straight up murdered, and it is unacceptable that it's taken this long to arrest that stupid Marine. I don't care if he served the country. Do not care. A man like that should know better, especially because he's a Marine. (sighs) Neely did not deserve to die. He had a family, which, by the way, he had a troubled family history, which resulted in his mental health deterioration. His mom was murdered. But that's not on his shirt. That is not on the back of his shirt. You don't know that story. You don't know what that person's going through when he was aggressive, but he did not have a weapon on him. He didn't assault anybody. And like I said, oh, he has a track record. You didn't see the track record on his shirt. It's not on his forehead. Neely, I mean, Penny did not see anything about Neely, about anything that he has done. What he saw was somebody being aggressive. What he saw was somebody that did not deserve to live, apparently. And that's why that 24 year old white Marine prick put him in a chokehold and killed him. Simple as that. End of conversation. I was in New York for 10 days, and I know I'm not the best example because I'm not there year-round. And yes, I took the trains the whole time because it is significantly easier than relying on Uber. It's significantly easier than having to walk from Brooklyn to Manhattan, which, by the way, I do not recommend. I didn't do it. Thought about it because, you know, this save money. But I took the trains the whole time. And yes, I did encounter homeless people way more in Manhattan than I anticipated. I anticipated more of that happening where I was staying at in Bushwick, Brooklyn. But as a matter of fact, almost all of the cases of homeless people that I saw was in Manhattan in downtown and over in the trains close to Central Park. Over in Washington Square Park. But, but... They weren't bothering me. They did not bother me. Some of them were being aggressive, but towards themselves. But they were not threats. They are not threats. They are people that need help. And if I had all the money in the world, of course, I would help every single one of them. But I do not have that. I am not Elon Musk. I am not Jeff Bezos. I'm not Donald Trump. I don't have the millions of dollars that I could use to help these people. I do not have the access to the political, you know, to the political tyrants. I don't have access to the mayors and the governors, and so I can convince them that maybe public transportation should be free, and maybe at the ends of all of the major tracks... Within the subway system should be giant shelters for people to sleep at the end of the night for those who do not have a place to stay. Do you understand how much easier life is when you have a guaranteed shelter? Do you understand how much of a mental relief it is if you know that at the end of your day, whether or not you have a job, whether or not you have money, that you at least have a bed? It is such a relief. And the least we can do the least we can do is provide shelter for all the homeless. It is cheaper to provide housing for all the homeless than it is to send them in jail and keep them in jail and then throw them back out on the streets and never actually provide them help. Neely deserved better, and Neely was murdered. He deserves better. And there should be justice served as soon as possible because it is obvious what happened. And I don't want to hear any counter arguments because there is none. I don't care. Not everything needs a back and forth. This was a straight up murder. And it's tiring and frustrating that anybody would even consider the other side of the conversation in this case. A man lost his life. He got aggressive and he threw a jacket down. But guess what? At the end of the day, who was the violent one? The one who put the other in the chokehold and killed him. Killed an unarmed man. Jordan Neely was angry, but was unarmed. Unless you count a jacket as a weapon. Unless you count words as a weapon. Name me ten people who have been killed because somebody was screaming. If that was the case, then every single metal concert would result in casualties. Stop that. Stop it. The worst case scenario that I had, the, the worst case that I saw when I was in New York City was there was somebody outside of the Starbucks who was just basically screaming towards anything. And he did that for like 30 straight minutes while I was waiting in line, ordering my pizza, Joe's Pizza. And while I sat there in front of the window facing the gentleman, the poor gentleman who was just basically yelling, who was clearly in pain. And there's nothing I can do. There's nothing that Starbucks can do. There's nothing Joe's Pizza can do that would actually help. And it's a good thing that as of what I saw, the Starbucks didn't call the cops and try to move him out of the way. They just let him be. That is the best solution. Just let them be and hopefully we can vote people in that will actually try to solve the problem. And I say problem, not as in they are the problem, but the problem of them suffering. That's what I'm trying to say. Because as much as they are, might be an annoyance to me or New Yorkers, It doesn't compare to the annoyance and the pain that those people are feeling within themselves. Have you considered that, those of you defending Daniel Penny? Probably not, because we've become a very selfish society, and the biggest piece of evidence was our behavior during the pandemic. And it sucks that even after we lost as many people as we lost there's a population in this country that whose morals include it's okay if Neely dies because he was bothering people. It's okay if Neely dies because he made white people uncomfortable. It's tiring, guys. Let's say the roles were reversed. Let's say it was Daniel Penny was a former marine who suffers from PTSD because You know, he saw some really crazy shit during his time as a Marine. And he was having a breakdown in the train. Do I have the right to put him in a chokehold? Do I have the right to cut off his breathing just because he was having a mental breakdown? No. Absolutely not. But yeah. We gotta be better towards each other. We have to. It's part of the problem that's happening in this country. It's part of the wave of violence, the mass shootings, just the people in their houses just firing towards the front door and the windows because they see people. Everyone's fearing everyone and it has to stop. It just truly, like, I wish there was a way out of this. I don't know if there is anytime soon, especially as one side of the political fence continues stirring up hatred and fears and continues painting New York City as this, like, wasteland that's falling apart. New York City is the most important city in the country, whether you like it or not, senator from Oklahoma. (laughs) Right? New York City is the heartbeat of the U.S. So if New York City is struggling, then your state is probably struggling as well. All right. And New York City is much more than just a train with a couple people addicted to drugs causing a scene. It's a huge city with millions of people serving millions of more people New York City has a population that's larger than entire states, all right? So I don't want to hear it. You see a couple instances and you think you figured out what New York City is like. No. This instance, this murder of a harmless, of an unarmed homeless person does not represent New York. It does not at all. It represents what has happened in the past several years under a under a government that's getting stuffed with white supremacists that's getting stuffed with people who do not care about anything but themselves. That is what's happening not New York City isn't fallen apart morally this country's falling apart. Daniel Penny isn't even from New York City; he's from Long Island. So he doesn't even experience the trains anywhere near as much as those who live within the cities do. So I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. An innocent man was murdered while he was having a mental breakdown. And I'm pretty sure nobody, nobody who's having a mental breakdown deserves to die because they were having a mental breakdown and making people uncomfortable. It's as simple as that. So this conversation should stop. That man should be arrested and... If there's anything that can come out of this, hopefully this will open the door to some more policies that will help those that really need the help. In uh, 2019, there was a mom who was very stressed out who murdered her autistic nonverbal son because, quite frankly, she could not handle him anymore and she didn't know what to do. So she thought the best solution was drowning him. And the chilling words when they arrested her and she confessed was that he is in a better place. So she gave up and she felt like her her son wasn't going to have a better life because of the circumstances surrounding. And because of that incident, which caused some shockwaves in South Florida, there have been some changes and there have been some mental health centers that had formed to help mothers and fathers with uh, children that have special needs or who are autistic and who need that extra help. So there was something that emerged from that horrendous murder. And, of course, we trade it all to bring back that boy's life, but it's not the way it works. If there's anything that can come from Neely's murder, besides justice and besides sending Daniel Penny to jail, is hopefully we can enhance the conversation about what we should be doing to help those in need, to help those who are addicted to drugs, to help those who are stuck in the subways because they don't have a home. I hope something comes from this. But it starts with us, and it starts with us not even, it starts with us not making this a debate. It is not a debate. He did not have to die. He should not have died. Simple as that. Jordan Neely I apologize on behalf of the world because the world definitely mistreated you. You deserved better. And I hope, I hope there's some better, better days to come. But a conversation has to be had and it's not whether or not he should have died. The conversation should be, what do we do moving forward to prevent this from happening again? Like I said, not a pleasant conversation, but it's been driving me crazy since it happened. And this happened weeks after I left New York City and had a great time and, you know, enjoyed what the city has to offer, even in the midst of all the, you know, post-pandemic problems and in the midst of all the, you know, the drugs and all the homelessness. It's a beautiful city that does deserve better. So yeah, reach out to your neighbor, reach out to your loved ones, reach out to your family. You know, it's a rough world out there and we we all deserve better. But especially Jordan Neely, he deserved better. This is, this, this episode, this little mini thing is dedicated to him. Um, he remains in my prayers and, you know arrest Daniel Penny. (laughs) That's it. Enough is enough. All of you have a great night and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.